Oh, God, that was crazy. Oh, that's gross. Gross. Alrighty, welcome everybody to a special edition of WWDC 2022. I'm here with your co-host, Mr. Christian Crawford. Hey, yo, what's up? How you doing? Welcome to the Phone Buzz Podcast. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Since we've done one of these. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, those who are not living under a rock, this is Apple's newest, uh, I guess... uh, Worldwide Developer Conference. Yes, this is their conference. Wait, is that why they call it WWDC? No. (laughs) No. What? Shot. What? Anyways, there is a lot of good... Juicy, spicy content in this one. Mm. So I am definitely looking forward to it. I've already seen a few videos. I didn't watch the actual live stream. Did you? No, one? I've been trying to try to keep my nose a little clean because I figured we would we would probably cover it a little bit. I couldn't help myself. Leave some room for yeah. I I did catch some of the some of the updates. I probably like most of the headliner ones, um, but a lot of the the dirty, nasty details I am unaware of. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I may or may not have already downloaded uh, the beta profile. So we'll get into that in a For minute. For your phone? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, why oh, don't we... yeah, uh, baby! I guess, you know, we haven't done a ton of check-ins. Do you have anything for a check-in? Oh, God. I was trying to think. I mean, I guess we kind of started doing them on a do check this out, which, you know, if you're already subscribed to our podcast platform, you're already getting those in your feed. So go That's ahead right. and, you know, check those out. Just Sheesh. do so, it. It's kind of like it's in the name. but uh, Just do it. <laughs> Just do it! Make your dreams come true! We definitely are uh, trying to test out the the whole works of our of our new branding. Yeah. So definitely let us know what you guys think. Um, like we like you just said, we will do... We have been doing a lot of the new episode uh, episodes and new show. Those have been pretty crazy. So if you are over the hump of tech for the week and want a little something spicy, go check one of those out. Yeah, check out the last one that we did. Uh, yeah. It was... Quite possibly one of the grossest injuries I have ever seen. It wasn't gory. It was just, you shouldn't, your body shouldn't look like that. Just wait till next week, my friend. Oh, good God. God damn. But yeah, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, I'm sorry because for whatever reason, it doesn't update the thumbnail. So like the thumbnails yeah. for Do Check This Out look like our old logo for Phone Buzz still. Oh, damn. I don't know how to fix it. I've looked at like every forum out there. You probably have to reach out to Apple. <sighs> Quite possibly. Well, they're busy with their developer conference. <laughs> they don't got don't, time for our shit. They don't care. <laughs> and what happened at the developer conference? Well, here you go. Good morning and welcome to WWDC. Let's talk about iOS. Let's not. Let's get started. No, let's. The all new lock screen. You'll notice the subtle depth effect with my daughters appearing in front of the time. Google vibes? Yeah, definitely some Google vibes. Look at I, the clock. I, yeah, it's the font for me. It's the font. It's the font for me. It's a now little. Just pre- it's a little too. Uh, and there'll there'll be more. Um, it's a little too googly. It's mm. in hold. I can person. Wait, you literally have a pixel. Yeah, and I like it, but I don't. I don't. I don't know. Something about that font is like too uh, sterile. Word. Is it first sterile? I'll just tap customize, and now I'm in the editor. Now check this out. I can simply swipe to try out different styles that automatically change the color filter, the background, and the font for the time, That's all to complement each other. Tap on any element of the lock screen to start editing. So let's customize the font. I can audition different I love that. typefaces and choose from different colors. 
Now, I can also make my lock screen more helpful by putting widgets right on the lock screen. So let me move the girls down here and tap in to bring up the widget gallery. So I'll add the temperature, uh, my activity rings, and let's drag in the calendar widget. Let's create another. I can bring up our okay. brand new wallpaper gallery, which showcases a bunch of options for inspiration. What are you thinking so far? That is a surprising amount of customization. It's like they have been waiting forever and just dumped it all on you at once. Like that is almost unApple like how much you can customize that lock screen. For those who may not be familiar, Apple generally on a lot of the products take a long time to implement a lot of changes. Or they just don't do them at all and they're like, this that, is what you get. Yeah, it's either nothing or you get a piece here and there as the year goes on. Mm -hmm. Versus this just seems like a lot like he was saying. It's just, yeah, I wouldn't expect that level of... I would expect it to be a very uh, very limited amount of changes that you can make. But you can yeah. you can change quite a bit on here. I hope they add like more fonts and stuff, but it's hot. It, it would be very Apple to just be like, no, these are the six you get forever. Yeah, no, that's true. They just never it. change it again. Deal with it, chump. Choose a set of photos to shuffle throughout the day. Notifications now roll in from the bottom of the lock screen oh, as you receive them. I like that. And you can choose to hide them throughout the day. Oh, I like that. Live activities oh, make it like easier to stay on top of things that are happening in real time, right from your lock screen. This will make it really easy to follow that NBA game, oh. track the progress of an Uber ride, see how you're doing on your workout. That's hot. And more. You and know who needs that is Zach for all of his sports updates. Literally. I'd imagine that's just like a small slice of his thousand notifications he gets throughout the day. Yeah. That man it's is a sports updates. Yeah. He needs help is what he needs, he needs uh, with his notifications. Get some help. Stop it. Get some help. Also, coming in from the bottom, I am interested in how that works. If you if you tap on it, does do they like expand? I don't think they really yeah. showed that. No, they didn't. Activities, the now playing controls can expand to a full oh, screen oh. view that celebrates album. There you go. While you listen along. Focus has helped people reduce distractions and stay in the moment. And this year, we're focus. taking it further. Starting with extending focus to your lock screen. This means your choice of a photo and widgets can all be tied to a particular focus. What? And now, okay, I okay. like that. That's sick. That that was one thing I did see before uh, that I kind of spoiled for myself a little bit. I am pretty, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, not that the things I would use during work are vastly different, but like I have it set to do a notification summary while I'm at work, and I have it set to not disturb me while it works. So I'd imagine like a, a more dull background, like just a plain black background, would yeah. probably be beneficial. I definitely agree. I mean, thinking about it kind of eliminates the need for like two separate phones. I mean, minus the like obvious reason, like calling and stuff like that. But yeah, like it just gives you two different profiles almost or multiple profiles at that point where you can change your lock screen, screensaver, stuff like that. Mm. I think it's pretty cool. I love focus. I just, it's just such a good feature that Apple finally put in and to add this amount of like extras, I think it's perfect. Yeah. Do you use uh, like sleep focus or anything like that? No. No. I use it and it's kind of helpful, but also like helpfully annoying, like annoyingly helpful because while I'm trying to go to bed, it won't give me any notifications. So if I'm like talking to somebody, like mm. it just, it won't come through, Yeah, which is kind of frustrating, but it's also good because then you just stay off your phone. Yeah. Um, but the really stupid part about it is whenever you get a notification, when it's on sleep mode, you have to click dismiss like three or four times and like the animations are pretty cumbersome on it. I don't know if it's by design or not, but it's like 
to unlock your phone is is kind of a chore. Huh? It's, it's strange. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't used it before. Yeah, you have to you have to tap it or wake it up, then hit dismiss, then swipe up, and then use your face ID. Oh, it's kind of a lot. Huh? Yeah, that does sound like a lot. Well, just don't talk to people, you know? I guess. Don't have a life. I guess. Focus can also <laughs> carry into the apps themselves with focus filters, which let you filter out distracting content. Let's take Safari, for example. Instead of seeing all of your websites, you can turn on the work focus filter and see only the tabs that relate to work. So. And you can filter not just tabs. I don't get it. Um, I think it's like a web blocker, but. Oh, wait. Maybe it's like. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it either. <laughs> Groups in Safari, but also conversations and messages, accounts and mail, and oh. events and calendar. Oh. oh, wait. So it literally just takes every single thing in your phone and shoves it into a focus. I guess so. I, th I think it's saying, like, if you if you turn on your work focus, like, it'll turn off uh, or you can hide your uh, messages from, like, significant others or family or stuff like that to like not be alerted by them or see them, I guess. It looks like you won't even see them. Uh, that's, that feels like a lot. It does feel like <laughs> a lot. I feel like that could create more problems. Well, I mean, I guess it obviously depends on the person. Yeah. Like, I don't think I would ever do that. Like to that extent one, cause it's not that serious to me. Right. Right. But like, I also talk to people. I know that's not just work related at work. So it's like, Steal you steal company time? Yeah, that is that is a weird like uh setting limits for yourself that are kind of unnecessary. That's that's odd. I, I would be interested to hear from somebody who actually uses that. Right. I mean it I feel like that's a good idea for like habits and getting yourself distracted on your phone mm -hmm. to an extent, but like I guess yeah, it's I all guess just... maybe setting it up for kids, like if there's a parental lock, like you can lock True. your from conversations with friends at work or while they're at school maybe i don't know. that's true that's a good point i'm just huh. here i think there's a lot of applications for this it's just definitely a lot and i think we're so confused and like we can't think of all what to do with it because we've never had something like this before in ios you know yeah with this much so many layers to this let's say there's a lot of features going down that there are that they've got a big like, if they want people to use these kinds of things they're gonna have to pull up a ton of prompts Whenever you're setting up your phone or like, yeah, I don't know. It's there's a lot of features going on. I'm interested if people actually use them. True. Let's talk about what's in store for messages, because okay. now you can edit any message you just sent. This is sick. Second, now you have undo send. Mm. So you can immediately recall a recent misfire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I do know a little bit about this feature. I know the other person also has to be on iOS 16. So you guys have to oh, be on, okay. the, on the same level. Um, that goes for editing and unsending. But it's very cool. I mean, I don't send those kinds of things through iMessage, you know? Yeah, you I think use it's a more, more for, like... your messenger. Facts. Like, kick. <laughs> no. Uh, I think... I mean, these are good for, like, typos. Yeah. And stuff like that, where it's like, oh, I accidentally texted the wrong person. Not that it's necessarily... I mean, it probably has a lot of effects on that mm -hmm. side of the game. But, like, mm -hmm. for most people, it's just probably, like, misspellings and texting the wrong person. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, uh, I don't know. I just, those kinds of conversations, those risky conversations, though, I just by policy, those don't take place on iMessage. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Those take place on other platforms that give you more control. So maybe it's weird how much, uh, like, like chat. Kick. Yeah, like kick. It's weird how much chat uh, has evolved 
like how feature rich yeah. it's gotten. Like even on Messenger, Snapchat, things like that. Like just the amount of things you can do beyond just a simple text is kind of nutty. I 100% agree. Yeah. We'll and finally, you, you can now mark any thread as unread. And to give you... Oh, thank God. Oh, you can unread a text? Well, it's like, a, I don't think it sends to the other person. Like, it doesn't, if you have read receipts on, I don't think it does that. And it's, it's just for you. It's just like you don't forget it's there. Exactly. Yeah, like you do that on, I do that on emails sometimes where it's like, uh, I didn't actually want to read that yet. I'm going to. I've done that too. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Opportunities to enjoy shared experiences. We're extending share play beyond FaceTime and bringing it to messages. Hmm. Now, when you find something you want to share, like a movie on Disney Plus, you can kick off share play right there and enjoy it together while chatting in messages. You can watch in sync, and you've got the same instantaneous shared playback controls that make share play magical. And this year, we have... That's kind of nuts. Have you ever used share time on Facebook? Or on Facebook? <laughs> Jesus. FaceTime? No. I have, and I've started doing it more recently. It's actually really? pretty cool. How I was do you on, use it? So I was on FaceTime with my girlfriend the other day, and I really wanted to show her this thing I was watching on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So I on my Apple TV, I turned on share play, Oh. And it put it on my phone. Do you have to have like an Apple TV to do that? For that specific application that I was doing with her, yes. But mm -hmm. you can also share your screen. Oh. So she can see your screen. Whoever it is can see your screen. That's pretty cool. So this is like a whole nother level to that where it's like, oh, it's like its own pop-out window kind of thing. Oh. Interesting. Kind of cool. New feature that takes image understanding further. This is dope. Now, when you touch and hold on the subject of an image... You can lift it away from the background and place it in apps like messages. Without oh. Nice. Good push. That's pretty hot. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That takes that gets rid of uh, having to use those sketchy ass websites to remove backgrounds. Yeah. I just kinda like ended up paying for Canva. It's like yeah. whatever these other websites are, thank you for making them, but it's also like you're definitely taking some data. Like you're for harvesting sure. my data. For sure. Working hard on our goal to replace your physical wallet. And now we're making sharing keys even easier with your favorite messaging apps like Mail, Messages, or WhatsApp. When your friend receives the key, they can add it to their wallet with a single tap. Mm. And to let you share keys with people who don't have an iPhone, we are working with the IETF to make sharing keys an industry standard wow. that is free for others to adopt. We've made a lot. What the hell is sharing keys? I missed that. Like sharing like a key, like a key to, your, to something. Oh, like a digital? Yeah, digital key. Oh. Isn't that cool? It is cool. I've, I, I don't know what I could. So it's like, is so the only the example that comes to mind is like, hey, I'm out of town. Can you go check up on my pets? Oh, that's and cool. you can sh send them your key without them having to have your physical key. Oh, so but tight. but you'd obviously have to have like an August or one of those lock systems, right? Yeah, it, it's probably specific to the devices you have for that. But that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. Tight. Tight. Oh my god. Oh my progress God. with Apple Pay acceptance in stores and online, and now we're expanding even further. Starting this month with Tap to Pay on iPhone, millions of merchants across the U.S. can accept contactless payments directly on iPhone hmm. with no additional hardware or payment terminal needed. What? We're thrilled to announce Apple Pay Later. <laughs> Apple Pay Later lets you split the cost of an Apple Pay purchase into four equal payments spread over six weeks with zero interest and no fees of any kind. And Apple Pay Later is available everywhere. Apple Pay is accepted in apps and online. Apple Pay. Okay, so I, I heard about this feature. Oh, you're being so cute. I heard about this feature, and my first thought was like, what, what goes into this the decision behind the scenes to be like, okay, we know 
a certain amount of people are going to default on these and not be able to pay things and have problems. But also it's worth it because we're going to make so much more, like this much more money on people doing those kinds of payments. Yeah. Like that does, that conversation definitely happens. <laughs> where they're like, wait. Oh, for people sure. going into money problems versus the extra money they'll make on it. They probably have a team just for that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. They got a team that's got a team that's got a team. A team that's got a team that's got a team. What do you think, Mika? You tracking think so? enables merchants to deliver detailed receipt and tracking information directly to Wallet. With iOS 16, mm. we're introducing oh. great updates for Maps users and developers. <laughs> you can now plan you say up to oh. 15 stops in advance. Maps will now store previous routes it's and recents, so yeah. they're easy to get back to. And you can plan multi-stop routes on the Mac and send them to iPhone when you're oh. ready Who to go. the hell is, well, a lot of people, what? Like doing maps on your iMac or on your well, MacBook? What they're saying is like, if you're doing what you were doing, where mm -hmm. you're like planning a trip, mm -hmm. you can be doing it on your computer. Yeah. And then it just transfers over to your iPhone. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's cool. It's well, not I, that wild. I would assume. <laughs> Shut up. You're right. Try it. <laughs> That's the soundboard. We don't use it as much. I Try know. it. I guess that makes sense. Uh, I just, I guess I never realized that multiple stops wasn't already a thing in uh, in Apple Maps. Like, I just yeah. kind of assumed it already was. Well, because it, it, it kind of was, but it wasn't like a, a map that, or like a, uh, wow, Jesus. Oh my a God. stop that you can add. It was like, okay, if there's a gas station nearby, you can add that to oh, your trip. Oh, but this okay. is saying, like, for, like, landmarks and just places you want to actually stop and not just, like, if they're built into iOS or not. You know what I mean? Mm, mm. That makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Making cool. it easy for riders cool, cool. to see fares uh, for how much their journey will cost. Excuse me. Along with the ability to add transit cards to wallets. Oh, my God. Okay. And if Sorry. I hate to interrupt. <laughs> um, so when I was in Europe... We use trains everywhere because they, you know, actually have public transportation. Really <laughs> it's cool. Very nice, actually. I was uh, I was walking today, and I was like, man, it's very different walking here than it is. Anyways, um, I realized how worthless Apple's stuff is when you're abroad like that because it doesn't have, uh, like, integrated uh, train schedules and things like that. Like, it's not nearly as good as Google stuff is hmm. when you're trying to get from place to place. Like, yeah. Google's is just, like, there. It's integrated. So that's... I'm sure or, useful for a section of people. So it's like what you're saying is like when they're hold, like holding on to your train card or something like that. Yeah, or if you're just searching like routes between places, oh. um, like Google's are, is so much more up to date. Like cities have their own apps for it. Like Vienna has their own app for like their train system. Oh. Um, but Google tries its best to like pull all that information in. Apple's stuff is worthless at, at this point. Like it doesn't even show you where trains are and stuff. It, it does, but... To be honest, like I don't know the scope of it because I only looked at it like twice, and I was like, "This is not." Yeah, I'm gonna go over to it. Google stuff, but huh. yeah, they. Uh, I'm sure this is very useful for an amount of people. Transit card balance Probably is running her. low. Yeah, you'll receive an alert so you can reload it without having to leave Maps. With family sharing, you can share your favorite purchases and subscriptions with Word. up to five of your family members. What, including Apple Music, oh. iCloud Plus, Apple One and much more. We're adding a new easy way to set age-appropriate restrictions for apps, movies, oh. books, and music. Okay. Along <laughs> it says books. Who the hell is getting their rocks off reading some erotica on Apple Books? Probably more than one person. I, you're probably right, but like... <laughs> it's obviously more than, they, than we f***ing think 
or else they aren't putting that in there. You know, let's be real. If there is like 14 year olds just like going through Apple books, they can have it. I think they can just go crazy because they are entrepreneurial people or, Mm -hmm. or there is not enough stuff in there. So Apple just threw it in just to say, just as a filler. Yep. Of like, there's not enough Apple apps that you can actually share shit with. So it's like, or to remind well put you, this in there. Or to remind you that Apple Books exists. Because I kind of forgot. I forgot. Existed. Yep. Who the I hell? Yep. Who does that? Quick setup of other. Also, I couldn't tell you when I down last time I downloaded an app. No. The Books app? No. An app. In general? In general. Oh. I don't think about it. Hmm. Like I have I just kind of have all the apps I think I'll ever need. <laughs> I have everything so I, I need. I kind of forgot the app drawer app thing was a thing. That's true. Like until I uh, went traveling, like I just didn't, uh, yeah. I just didn't download apps. Yeah. Also, we do not condone underage things. Yes. Yes. Of age. Yep. Controls. We're also making setting up a new device for your child, like an iPad, really simple. Nice. Just turn on the device they'll be using. Bring your iPhone nearby and choose to set up with Quick Start. With just a few taps, the new device will be set up for their use with all the parental controls you've selected already configured. Word. And when your child asks for more screen time, you won't have to navigate to settings to approve or deny the request. You can now respond right in messages. Finally, we've added a new family checklist with helpful tips like updating a child's settings as they get older, Mm. turning on location sharing, or just reminding you that you can share your iCloud Plus subscription with everyone. We're introducing... That's actually really cool. There's a lot of parental controls in this. Like, uh, I just don't know if Android has anything like that. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you literally have control of everything that that kid can do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. iCloud Shared Photo Library. It's a separate iCloud library that everyone can contribute to, collaborate on, and enjoy. You can participate in one shared library that's shared with up to five other people. Mm. You can share everything already in your library or choose what to include based on a start date or the people in the photos. For example, you could choose to include just the photos where you were together with your partner and the kids. But we wanted to make it even easier with a new switch right in camera that sends shots straight to the shared library as you take them. Also choose to have the sharing switch enabled automatically whenever you take shots with other members of the shared library nearby. Many people share passwords and access to their devices with their partner. However, in abusive relationships, this can threaten personal safety and make it harder for victims to get Mm. help. Safety checks stop sharing your location with others via Find My, and resets the system privacy permissions for all apps. It also protects access to your messages by helping you sign out of iCloud on all your other devices Mm. and restricts messages and FaceTime to the device in your hand. Safety Check also helps you manage who you've given access to, and you can audit which permissions you've granted to certain apps. Now the smart home is Wait, still in so, its early days. So that's like a thing you go to in settings to like start restricting stuff. Is that what that means? I guess so. I don't know. That's pretty clean. That's pretty cool. Cause uh I mean not that I've been in that situation, fortunately, but uh it is weird sometimes like thinking about how all my devices get pinged if I get like iMessages. Not that there's anything going on on them, but I'm like, oh, it's like it's showing up on my iPad right now and showing up on my MacBook right now. That is true. It's a little weird. Hmm. Cool. And we want to help bring these powerful experiences to as many homes as possible. 
Matter enables smart home accessories to work together across platforms. Let's check out how we made the experience even better with an all new home app. We reimagined it from the ground up, starting with the underlying architecture so it's more efficient and reliable, uh, especially for homes with many accessories. Hmm. We also completely redesigned how you navigate, organize, and view accessories to make it easier to control your smart home. We've integrated your rooms and favorites into the main tab of the app, so you can see your entire home in a single view. Hmm. And we made sure it looks great, whether you're just getting started or have built out an advanced connected home. We've added new categories for climate, lights, security, and more. And an overview of what's happening Water. in each category Water. right at the top of the screen. When you tap on a specific category, you see all the relevant accessories oh. organized by room <gasps> and more detailed status information. A multi-camera view displays up to four cameras at once, front and center, and you can scroll to the right to see any additional cameras. Huh. We also redesigned tiles so the different accessories are more visually recognizable tiles. through shape and oh. color. We've been working with... I thought she meant the tile. Yeah. I'm like, they have a, their own tile. That's weird. <laughs> you make one, you dingus. <laughs> Did you forget? Okay, this is cool. Hmm? Did you watch MKBHD's video on this? Um, or have you seen this? I I saw his video, but I don't recall anything CarPlay related. It was kind of in the background. Reinvent the in-car experience. This next generation of CarPlay provides content for all the drivers' screens, oh. giving an experience that is unified and consistent. Deep integration with the car's hardware lets you tune your car's radio or change your temperature without ever leaving the CarPlay experience. That's sick. It also includes widgets powered by your iPhone that fit your screens perfectly. They can live front and center in the gauge cluster as well, giving you information at a glance. In fact, this next generation of CarPlay powers your entire instrument cluster. We're also excited to give you the ability to make the core of the driving experience unique to you. We carefully crafted instrument cluster options ranging from the modern to the traditional. Now with focus, you can, <laughs> you can turn off your miles per hour gauge. Style <laughs> treatments, backgrounds, and layouts um. to provide various looks and feels. Vehicles okay. will start. Uh, no, go, go, go announced late next year let's talk about okay okay that's kind of what i was vehicles to start to be announced so like the car obviously has to allow it to take over yeah, yeah for sure so why don't they just make their own car mm. it's like people have been wanting that forever mm. yeah no that's true i i'm curious if it will ever have back support like so my car like my gauge cluster is all digital i wonder if it'll able to take that over i really doubt it based on kind of how they're talking yeah like it sounds like it's only in the future sort of like future cars rolling out that's so weird though because like i don't know that that's a, it's a weird it's a very smart move for them uh but at the same time now your car experience becomes like heavily tied to your iphone which feels weird for some reason they're literally taking over everything yeah they're taking over the the car dash right your car, your phone, pretty much your life, your yeah. uh, health, yeah. your home, yeah. your devices, yeah. your Apple devices. Yeah. Just saying. 
It's just I, I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's cool, and I like obviously cool it's concept. A, it's an option. Um, I don't know. Part of me is like, okay, well, your your car never updates its software really, like realistically, like it doesn't update often, if at all. So like it's never going to change that way. But now you could change how it. But you're also relying on Apple for any of these software updates, like which they'll do, huh? They'll definitely do. Yeah, no, they'll they'll do updates for sure. It's just. I don't know. That's a, that's a weird. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I, I don't know how to quantify why I think it's weird. It makes it makes me wonder. It's like, okay, well, is there an option to not use that if you have like that type of car? Or are you buying this car specific to that? You know what right. I mean? It's like because that then limits the population in terms of that car being purchased. Where it's like, okay, well, is it only going to do that if I have my iPhone plugged in or Bluetooth to it? Yeah, I'm sure they'll still have. Uh, like their own thing, the car manufacturers. Right. But it's even more incentive for them to make shitty software. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's already shit. Like all oh, all, so the, all those uh, technology clusters are all dumb. So bad. So bad. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, it doesn't give them uh, much obligation to make those better. Right. Like if they're just saying, oh, we'll just give it over to Apple or we'll just give it over to Android. It's like, okay, yeah, well, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you know, that kind of, yeah. I don't know. You know Android's going to come out with something something now. They're going to be like, well, we could do that too. Check this yeah. out. And we can make it bubbly. And we can make it better. And we're adding four new watch faces for you to choose from. Oh, thank watch God. WatchOS 9 also introduces a refreshed Siri UI and new banner notifications. And active apps will be pinned lie, to really the care. top of the dock for quick access. Over 50% of people take prescription uh, medications. That's it. I don't care and about we that wanted part. to help make it easier to track, manage, and understand the medications that you take. I mean, I don't personally care, but so I'm sure somebody cares. You'll be able to review critical, serious, and moderate interactions, as well as interaction factors like alcohol. More than M1. We use With. Well, today, we're excited to start the next generation of Apple Silicon for the Mac. Introducing M2. Oh, it's got another M2 number. The second generation of M series chips and goes beyond the remarkable features of M1. No. M2 is built using an enhanced second generation five nanometer technology and features over 20 billion transistors. That's 25% more than M1. It's a big number. We use those transistors to enhance every feature of the chip. It's true. Starting with the memory controller, which Word? delivers 100 gigabyte per second of unified memory bandwidth, which is 50% more than M1 for even greater performance. And because M1 is so capable, Users run all sorts of demanding tasks. So for M2, we've enabled up to 24 gigabyte of unified memory to handle even larger and more complex workloads. M2 features our next generation CPU with advancements in both the performance and efficiency cores. The performance cores are faster and feature a larger cache, and the efficiency cores have been significantly enhanced for even greater performance gains. When we look at the multi-core CPU performance of M2 compared to M1, it delivers 18% greater performance. And compared to the latest 10-core PC laptop chip, the CPU in M2 delivers nearly two times faster performance at the same power level. And M2 delivers the peak performance of the PC chip while using a quarter of the power. Mm. Now let's compare M2 to the latest 12-core PC laptop chip, which needs dramatically more power to deliver an increase in performance. M2 delivers nearly 90% of the peak performance of the 12-core chip 
while using just a quarter of the power. This is what we mean by the power efficient performance of Apple Silicon. Those are cool numbers, I guess. our next generation GPU, which now has up to 10 cores. Mm. That's two more than M1. M2 delivers up to 25% higher graphics. Yo, are they just killing the M1 right now? I don't know. They're uh, they're killing my brain with all these numbers. I'm just like, I get cool. I yeah, those are dude. bigger. Those are bigger. I just okay in my like current PC workload. Like aside from gaming, I just don't. I'm not. I'm the wrong person to ask about this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I just don't need it. It's just better. Like my, <laughs> yeah, it's just build different. It's just build different. <laughs> Literally built different. Literally built different. Like my seven year old MacBook could probably handle most of the things I need to do. It can handle all the things I need to do. Word. So it's like, that's, M that's cool. <laughs> that's so M2. now, let's talk about the first Mac to get the M2 chip. The new MacBook Air takes mm. everything our users love about the Air to the next level. The durable, all-aluminum, unibody enclosure feels incredibly solid when you hold it. The oh, new Air is I just 11.3 millimeters thin, or under half an inch, oh and it's God. only 2.7 pounds. Oh, wow. MacBook Air now comes in four finishes. Mm. Silver, space gray, a gorgeous starlight, and a stunning midnight. Silver's still elite. And yes, MagSafe is back. And it keeps the two Thunderbolt ports free for connecting to a variety of accessories. Wait, didn't the last generation of, didn't they go back to MagSafe? Or am I high? The last MacBook Pros that came out, did they use MagSafe? Uh, the newest MacBook Pros, yeah. MagSafe. Oh, okay, so thank God. One thing I did see about the, I, I like the flat design. I never liked the wedge design. I thought it looked kind of dated. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's not as obviously as thin in the, um, you know, the wedge part. Like the, mm -hmm. it's kind of interesting. Like There's also though. an audio jack with support for high impedance headphones. Mm. We expanded the display closer to the sides and up around the camera to make room <coughs> for the Notch. menu bar. The result is a larger 13.6-inch display with much thinner borders. At 500 nits, it's also 25% brighter than that before. 0.3 inches adds a lot, you know what I'm and saying? MacBook Air now supports... Of course it does. MacBook Air features a new 10... 1080p camera? Air to Twice fit as much. ...between the keyboard and display. Very cool speakers. A 3-mic array captures clean <laughs> okay, audio those using fire. advanced beamforming algorithms. And there's a 4-speaker... This four laptop has the best laptop speakers i've ever heard in my life yeah aren't those on the side of it though like no next to the here. keyboard yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 those sound phenomenal i remember you were playing something once and i thought you were playing it on the uh the sound bar i know because i was downstairs i was like oh it's really crazy good. good it projects yeah it does system that produces amazing stereo separation and vocal clarity there's also support for immersive spatial audio for music and movies with dolby atmos word touch id <laughs> And of course, the new Air has a spacious, industry-leading force touch. And I realized, because I was going through my headphone settings, uh, it, it was turned on. And then I turned it off. And, like, it's crazy, because when it's on, like, you can mentally pinpoint where people are talking in the scene. Hmm. And I just kind of assumed it was natural. And then I turned it off, and it was, like, just, it felt mono. Huh. I was like, this is crazy. And it, it's it sounds really good. Like, it yeah. sounds like you're actually in the scene with people. Hmm. And I didn't even realize I was using it at first, so... I thought that was kind of cool. That's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. Wow. Applying filters and effects in apps uh, like Photoshop is up to 20% faster oh than before. Oh, my God. I'm so done Look with these numbers. Performance. I don't give a shit. Island. Performance. The Air delivers the same great 
all-day battery life with up to 18 hours of video playback. That's cool. There's also some that's new 20 more options. than the average charge leading two average. devices at once. <laughs> Wait, what? Power yeah, that's adapter cool. with There's also some new charging options, including a compact power adapter with two USB-C ports. So mm. you can charge two devices at once. Not only can you charge your laptop, but your fucking wireless mouse. Oh my god. And for the first time, the your phone Air supports if you're on the go. fast charge with an available 67 watt adapter. Hell yeah. So you can charge up to 50% in just 30 minutes. Damn. The all new MacBook Air starts at 11.99. Compared to it's just 10.99 for education. M2 is coming to another Mac which is actually the world's second best-selling laptop. To what? The 13-inch MacBook Pro with a faster 8-core CPU and 10-core GPU. Working with raw images and apps like Affinity Photo is nearly 40% faster model with <laughs> so nearly 40% faster. It just doesn't stop, to sustain man. its pro performance. And thanks to M2, it also supports up to 24 gigabytes of unified memory. MacBook Pro also delivers phenomenal battery life. I didn't see Pro. much about this, but the little coverage I have seen from people is like, why does this thing exist? Yeah, it's literally just like the, it's like the one they replaced with the 14 inch. Like it's it's a generation previous to that. It's just an updated chip. It's you know what it is? It's the iPhone SE of the MacBook Pros now. That's what it is. They're like, we got all these parts lying around. Let's just put a better chip in. Why it. would you get it? And call it price. It'll probably be the most discounted one if I had to guess. The powerful 13-inch MacBook Pro That's starts at $12.99 I lied. and $11.99 for education. And they'll be available next month. I don't get the difference between the two. Look, that one has a notch and that one doesn't. Yeah. Yo. I'm the wrong person to ask the difference between them. The but MacBook Pros from last year had a notch and now they took it back. Well, I think... Yeah, because that was the MacBook Pro 14-inch. Like That's the new generation of MacBook Pros. Oh, I see what you're saying. And now this one's like... Again, it's like the SE thing. It's like the old body, the old shell. So it's a 13-inch. And the MacBook Air with yes. M1 I stays in the lineup okay. at $999 and just $899 for education. Mac wow. Oh, you know you know what it is? It's, uh, I forget the name for it, but it's, uh, it's for price creep because you're looking at the Air and you're like, well, the Pro is only $100 more. And then somebody's like, ah, yeah, but you should really get the 14-inch Pro Yeah, because it's, it's got a better screen. And then it's only $100 more or whatever the price difference is. That's, that's actually, exactly why this thing exists. That is so dumb. Yeah. That is so, I mean. It's smart, it's but it's smart as fucking shit. stupid. I bet they sell a fraction of those over the 14 inch. That or they, they might just be trying to get rid of like inventory for stuff. Uh, so it could, it could be like discounted like 200 bucks off and it's like gangbusters. And mm. it's just in time for back to school for August. Of course. So I bet, I bet that's going to happen. Ventura enriches so many of the ways we use our Macs. This year, we have a new way to what automatically Mac? keep <laughs> everything organized and give you quick access to your windows. I got a poop. It's called Stage Manager. <laughs> Let's activate Stage Manager from Control Center. As you see, it automatically arranges all my windows for me off to the wow. side and puts the app I'm currently working with front and center. So like spaces. When I bring forward a different app, like clicking on mail here in the dock, you'll see that it's brought to the stage and Safari gracefully moves over to the left with my other recent apps. You'll notice that for an app with multiple open windows, like pages here, Stage Manager gathers all the windows together in a single pile. When I click, I get the top one. And if I want a different window, I can cycle through them 
just by clicking. Here, I'll drag in notes and pair it with my pages window. And if I go back to my previous group, Stage Manager <sighs> keeps my windows arranged just as I left. This would, drive, this would drive me insane. I would never use something like this. Why the fuck would you use this? I would never use something like this. I like, I like the idea of desktops. You know what gets me about this? For whatever reason, I cannot stand, I feel claustrophobic. I can't stand using like tiny windows like that. Yeah, it has to be stretched out. Yeah, it has to be stretched out. If I'm using, if I'm doing two things like that, why would I not put it side by side or in an orientation that makes a lot more sense? Like this stacking on top of each other bullshit, I, I'd never use that ever in my life. Agreed. Unless like, what the f is that? Unless it's like the calculator app, then maybe. Yeah. Because it's tiny. But uh, yeah, I would absolutely never use something like this. I'm working on this Final Cut project, and I, I want to pull are. in a couple of files. With just a click on my desktop, my windows clear the stage and my files are revealed. What? Now, I can grab these title graphics and drag them over to my Final Cut window. Spotlight is- Maybe it's actually useful. I don't know. I'm maybe. sure it, ha I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it, it has uses, but it's like, <laughs> I feel- I, I feel like it's just like a slightly more advanced like task manager. Or like it like keeps it in the RAM, so to speak, kind of like your iPhone does. Yeah. But it's like there's the only seconds you're saving are from scrolling down your mouse or moving your mouse to the dock. Yeah, that are like I mean, if you use a if you use a trackpad or if you're on Windows, if you use like uh, shortcuts, like you can just swipe between desktops really quickly. Yeah. And that's kind of achieving the same thing for me. Right. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's more for like having them all visually on the same page makes more sense for more people. I, who knows? I don't. I, I think this will be hella good on a fuck on a desktop or with the second monitor, but like I don't for know. doing all kinds of things, like quickly launching an app or starting a search. And now you can peek at a result in Quick Look I'm with peeking a tap on the spacebar. Yeah. Spotlight can, can now take also find images from your photo library across the system and on the web. And using live text, you can search the text inside the image. Do we care about you this? You can also take no. actions like so a great. We wanted to make Spotlight even easier to discover and access. So we added it right to the bottom of the home screen. With just a tap, you can use Spotlight to launch an app, Wait, find a contact, or start a search. With macOS Ventura. Where? I think it's the page button. That's actually kind of cool. That is cool, but like Safari just swipe down. Yeah, I wonder if that feature will... I wonder if they'll remove that then. Uh, I hope not. Because that's so easy. Yeah. I, I, use, I that use that constantly. all the time. Yeah, I've started to implement it within like the last probably like four or five months. And it's like, where has this been my whole life? Even though it's yeah. been right there. Yeah, it, yep. It's fastest browser. And now okay, Safari okay. has a new way to planning a trip with friends or shopping for a couch with your partner. You can share all the tabs. Share tabs? Really? Connect in real time. Really? Share your tabs? And okay. share them. All right. Well, that's really it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the end of it anyway. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was iPad stuff where they brought Stage Manager to iPad, and uh, that was kind of it. Yeah. So the biggest things, in my opinion, mm -hmm. I was 16. That's it. Yeah. How is that? Oh, so I have the uh, beta profile downloaded, but iOS 16 is not ready for <laughs> the beta profiles yet. What a beta i know right beta mail, beta mail. but i'm excited i am i'm okay with like my phone being pretty glitchy i really it used to be a problem when i was like uh oh 
I can't remember exactly what, but when I was like with my iPad and stuff like that, when I had the iPad from work, mm-hmm. it like, it would mess that up a lot. But oh, since yeah. I don't have any of that stuff, it doesn't really matter to me. And I don't use my laptop for like really browsing <laughs> or, <laughs> or like texting or anything like that. It's like strictly just for this and editing. So yeah. I don't really care if it's a little glitchy. They don't have to really communicate to each other. So yeah, I'm excited. It'll be cool to see. Yeah, I'm excited about, uh, again, like, I don't know, it's weird, because whenever we weren't recording phone bus stuff, like, you kind of go in and out of phases of, like, interest with things. Like, yeah. I was like, ah, tech stuff, it's cool. And now I'm a little bit more into it now. But at the same time, I'm like, I kind of like these visual changes and the notification changes on That's iOS. Nice. Like, I think those will actually be... It's going to look sick. Yeah, be it's neat. a good rehaul, for sure. Good refresh. It's okay. like the the lock screen hasn't really changed since they came out with iOS 8 with the... Or was it 9 that had the slide? Uh, I think it was 7. 7, that's seven it. 7 was a big change? Yeah. It's like, okay, we haven't really seen anything for a while, so this is cool. Yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah. Well, I got to poop. Yep. So let's, uh, let's go wrap this up. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, appreciate you joining for the Phone Buzz podcast. Um, maybe putting a few more of these out in the future. We'll see. You'll still get your fix of Do Check This Out. So of course. Stay tuned to your feed from us. Uh, watch Do Check This Out on YouTube as well. Um, if you are so inclined, it's a little bit more visual-based, so you can see all the all the cool stuff we're looking at. Yeah. Cool stuff, slick stuff, neat slick stuff. Slick stuff. The best stuff. I like that. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Later. Doodle. Doodle.